Hello and welcome to Rewatch Party, where one of us is definitely not a robot. <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Why would anyone even say that? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Well, anyway, I'm the I'm the human being designated as Harrison. I am Zach Horowitz, <laughs> and I'm Mark Green, human being. <laughs> Have fun guessing which of us is lying. <laughs> It's a it's a real thinker. One, one of, of us. us tells only truths. The other tells only lies. And the third one is a robot. <laughs> Mark, are you saying there's an imposter among us? No. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> We're all looking a little sus right but now. Am but am I telling a lie or the truth? <laughs> mm. Ooh. Or, or, are you the robot? <laughs> and does the robot tell lies and truth? I think the robot can tell, tell lies. <laughs> the robot is just a robot. <laughs> the robot can tell lies or truth, but of course the robot has a vested interest in throwing you off its scent. Of <laughs> oh right. my god. Anyway, we're talking about iCarly today. <laughs> Yes, yeah. and the reason we're talking and about robots, robots is that it's a very it's a very yeah. robot themed episode for some reason. Well, because Neville's a nerd. Yes, that's right. Neville Papperman, our our favorite boy, University of Miami lecturer Neville Papperman. This is a a real <laughs> fact. Look it up. He's a professor now. To be clear, the character Neville Papperman. <laughs> No, is yeah, not a University not, of Miami not, lecturer. Not the character. The actor, the actor who portrays him is. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the idea of Neville Papperman, and this is a fact. <laughs> the character himself, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mickey Mouse, and this is a fact, is running for president in 2024. Yes. That, that is a fact. I don't know yes. why you're saying it like it's a joke. It is Wait, a fact. Wait, are you saying you didn't write in Mickey Mouse on your presidential candidates ballots? <laughs> No, it's a fact. He's running for president. Again, yeah. I tell only truths and not lies. <laughs> or is that a lie? Or is that dun, the robot trying dun, to dun, throw dun, us dun, off dun, his dun. scent? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we even be sure of our own humanity? <laughs> so in addition to robots, this episode has a wedding. Yeah. Yes, they're all Neville getting is, ready for their wedding. Neville's their wedding. getting married and Carly is cool with it totally fine with it yeah she's dying inside but she doesn't want him to quote-unquote win yeah Yeah. i i don't uh (laughs) she never she like what happens is everybody gathers to prepare for the wedding millicent for the the rehearsal dinner for the rehearsal dinner correct millicent is really upset because she does not want freddie meeting anybody and falling in love at this wedding, the last wedding he was at, he met her mother, and that was a disaster. I guess Millicent just hates her mother. Millicent hates everybody, it seems. Yeah. Millicent's, Millicent's feelings about the world are very confusing and contradictory. Yeah. I, I do not like this child. I'm, I'm going to say like the, I'm yeah, gonna say, I, I, I yeah. don't like this child. I don't like this character at all. The actor is fine, just the cha- the, the character is so annoying. Well, she's, I don't like her. She's written to be, like, nothing but hate and spite. And yeah. so she is just an impediment. Like, do that in she's, a fun way? Yeah, she, it's that thing yeah. where she's she's never contributing. She's only a problem. Yeah. All yeah. the time. 
which makes for a character that's not particularly fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But uh, Freddie has wedding fever. There's also a really good joke, I thought, when Millicent is saying to Spencer, like, she's worried about Freddie. Spencer goes, what? Is Freddie dying? Am I going to be your new father? I accept. <laughs> I like that. That was good. Yeah. yeah. I think it's been established that Freddie shares custody. Yeah. I like that Spencer is immediately like, well, obviously I'd get custody if Freddie dies. Me being his weird adult friend. <laughs> yep. I love how you say that as if Freddie should have like children friends. Like <laughs> That's true. They are adults now. <laughs> to be fair, he was his weird adult friend when he was a child. Yeah. That's yeah, that's, that's what I mean. That yeah. that's how their relationship was established. Right, yeah. right. In the original run of iCarly, they make many jokes about, hey, Spencer, why do you only hang out with middle schoolers? <laughs> well, to be fair, there's also like a lot of moments where Carly comes home from school or whatever. She's like, I'm here. And Spencer's like, OK, cool. Sam and Freddie are here, too. Oh, great. When are they not here? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And he does have a best friend who is an adult. He just never shows up on camera, I don't think. Oh, yeah. Sako. That's true. Yeah. Spencer and Sako do spend a lot of time when, together. Why have there been no mentions of Sako? in the new series is Sako dead he was harper's keychain guy <laughs> wait, wait wait what if they're triplets because it's established there's Sako and his brother tyler who makes ties oh right what if they have a third a third brother and that's harper's keychain guy oh my they god all, yes they, all die they live together they die together yes i love keith, his name is the keychain guy keith the keychain yes. guy yes Oh, yeah. perfect. I couldn't think of a name, but I'm, I'm I was going to say Keegan. I was going to say Keegan. Oh, oh Keegan's like Keegan also pretty good. I, Keegan, I think I like Keegan Keegan's better, pretty honestly. good. So Freddie is super excited. He's going to be the best man. Harper is wearing an unflattering dress because she's just so attractive that she has ruined many weddings. <laughs> How I know, attractive it's crazy. do you have to be to ruin a wedding? <laughs> Like really hot, really hot yeah. with like a big ass. My wedding was so good until my childhood best friend, Scarlett Johansson, walked in the door. And, <laughs> and everyone was like, ooh, Scarlett Johansson's here. I don't give a shit about this wedding anymore. Scarlett Johansson is here. You know, Scar Joe always stirring up shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my question at the beginning is like, what? Why why is Freddie Neville's best man? Does Neville just not have friends? Well, we find out I mean, why later. We do get We do find yeah. out why later. But... is that Neville has no friends. <laughs> well, that's yeah. well, I want to say that's the original implication and then that's what Neville says. We do find out there's another reason later. Right, 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 right. But the first reason we get is Neville doesn't have any friends. Yeah. And so he just calls up his worst enemy and he's like, "Hey, guess what? Uh <laughs> I need yeah. a best man." Yeah. But yes, we find out that Neville Papperman is getting married, and there's lightning thunder, and thunder. Lightning. Every, every time they say Neville Papperman, Dun. Frau Blucher, <laughs> Tyler, if you could put in thunder anytime we say Neville Papperman, not Neville, but just the full Neville name. Papperman. Yeah. Neville Papperman. <laughs> I'm not going to do it because I don't want to make more work for Tyler. I know he already does a lot. He has a lot on his plate. But so Neville Papperman is getting married. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, Carly's not, you know, she's not doing well in her personal life. She, Bo broke up with her. She's going to be destroyed. I bet she's not even going to come to the wedding. And Carly walks in and she's all upbeat. 
and she's doing great. And they're like, Carly, why are you doing great? And she says that, you know, she has she wants to go to the wedding to make her arch enemy miserable by showing him how happy she is. Mm-hmm. And that if she stays home, he wins. I, I do think the scene also has a very good button at the end. Yeah. Where, you know, they say it, I think they say it like one more time and Freddy's like, okay, well, we're heading out. I guess I'll go grab an umbrella. And then Spencer gets up right after him and says, and I guess I'll go turn off my thunder and lightning machine. <laughs> so good. Which, I, it's so it's good. the most Spencer thing you could imagine. Yeah. I have a question. I have a question. Uh-huh. Do you think Spencer, do you think it's just like a sound effect, lighting effect thing? Or is Spencer a mad scientist who's like, my weather machine? Yes. (laughs) I I mean, I had another question that was not nearly as powerful as that one. It was more so like, how does the thunder and lightning know when to go off when they say Neville Papperman? It's programmed to recognize. It's like like speech recognition or or I think, or does Spencer just have like a button that he just presses (laughs) to trigger the thunder and lightning? And I think I kind of like that. It's like a Sam's remote kind of situation. Yeah. I do I do like the idea of Spencer triggering it each time and just not telling anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I I am inclined he does later say something that indicates to me that this is not a real weather machine and it is just lightning and thunder. Uh but I don't want to give that away, so we should we should The yeah. weather machine. The weather machine. My weather machine. <laughs> Oh, you know what? It's definitely not a mad scientist style weather machine because if Spencer made a weather machine, it would immediately catch on fire. That's true. Yes, you're right. Oh, no. And you don't want a weather machine on fire. Believe me. Yeah. It just causes you look. It's like it's it's a weather machine, but only like really hot weather. You only want fire all the time in California. Am I right, guys? Oh, oh, his weather machine is stuck on California. (laughs) Stuck on California. Yeah, guys. The the Pompeii special. Oh God. You guys. Oh no. The, The. but guys, the amount of times I've called up Washington, D.C., and I'm like, unless my demands are met, I'm going to make it eternal winter in the United States, <laughs> only to type that in and have a brisk summer day. <laughs> like, it's the most annoying thing. I know. Sometimes you get the wires crossed and it gives you the opposite Don't setting. you just hate it when that happens? Yeah. yeah. I And everybody's like, haha, what, a, what an idiot <laughs> that Mark Green is. He can't even get his weather machine to work. Yeah. And I'm like, foiled again. (laughs) Curses, foiled again. Curses. You know me, I'm always saying that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a a classic Mark Green line. Because you're a supervillain. Yes. Like Millicent. Millicent is definitely a supervillain, of course. Speaking of supervillains, we go to Neville's rehearsal dinner. Yes. Which is robot-themed. Yeah. I say that both because of the robot theme and because Neville's a supervillain. Right. Yeah. For some reason, the, Neville's entire wedding is robot themed. Yeah. Well, they say it's because he's really into this, like... This game, robot video game or something robot like that. Uprising. Robot uprising. So it's all robot themed. Yep. And we meet Neville's fiance, Prunella Pitts. Who is, ver- who is definitely not a robot. She's yeah. definitely not a robot. And also, she's very nice. Very nice. Yeah. She's very nice. She's really nice to Carly. She says, like, I'm such a fan and you're even more beautiful and nice in person. It's And there's a line I really like where after this initial 
exchange where Prunella is really nice. And then she leaves. Carly just goes, damn it. She's a treasure. (laughs) (laughs) We love seeing people happy, except Neville. Mm. Fuck Neville. But (laughs) And apparently Freddy, because Millicent's entire goal in this episode is to make him miserable. Yeah. Her entire plot in this episode is trying to cockblock her father. And I'm tired of pretending it's not. I'm glad you could speak your truth. Thank you. Jack. <laughs> One of us speaks only truths. Ooh. Or, or, or am I just the robot trying to throw you off my scent? You'll never know. Ha 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 ha. Wait. <laughs> I'm not a robot. It makes... <laughs> but is that the truth or a lie? Guys, you're making me short circuit. I mean, very confused. Uh, We should keep going. Yes, Millicent's whole goal this episode is to cock block Freddy. Spencer's goal this episode, which we are introduced to right here, is that he wants to pick someone to hook up with at the wedding. And Harper's like, I bet you I can get more phone numbers than you can. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you're on. And that's what this plot's gonna be. Yeah. Oh, wait, I, should probably, I think I don't think we mentioned this earlier, but I think the entire reason of Millicent's plot is because I think Spencer tells him like, "Oh, you know, your job as the groomsman is as one of the groomsmen is to find a lonely bridesmaid yeah. and make her night better, or something like that." And Millicent's like, "I am going to make sure that does not happen." Yeah. Well, I think I think there are other reasons because Millicent says like the last wedding he was at, he met my mom, and that did not end well. So I think mm. she was already on guard. But yes, Spencer saying that certainly can't help. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they're they're trying to get more numbers than the other person. Spencer makes a joke. He's like, I'm just real. He, he says something. He's like, I'm just realizing right now. I'm at an inherent disadvantage because I only like women. And your pool <laughs> is much larger yeah. than mine. Uh, it's, it's kind so of unfair. There's, a, there's a pretty good line where Harper is like, I know you didn't just say that you're at a disadvantage because you're a straight man. <laughs> that was good. Good comeback. Yeah. And he like shakes yep. her hand like, no, of course yeah. not. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. What? Yep. We also, this is where we find out Neville has no friends because Freddie's like, I'm really honored you chose me as your best man. It makes me feel really special, that of everybody. And Neville's like, well, here are my groomsmen. One is my cousin who speaks no English, and one is a waiter who was working this event. My name is and Robert, And Freddie's like, I'm... <laughs> it makes Freddie feel less special. Yeah. I just want to say. It's Freddie. Freddie's just the only person he knows. Yeah. <laughs> But now we are introduced to the main dramatic question of the episode. Is Prunella a robot? Oh, boy. I bet you weren't thinking that's where the episode was going to go. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what this is about. Yeah. Carly thinks that she's a robot. She has a really good memory for numbers. She blinks a lot and has weird mannerisms. None of her bridesmaids have ever met her in person before. That's true. Um, None of her family is here because they all died in a freak skiing accident. (laughs) It all seems a little bit How do you all die in a skiing accident? (laughs) Harrison, that's so insensitive. Yeah, yeah. the wounds are still fresh. You You can't ask someone to reveal their trauma just on a whim just for you, you know? Yeah, that's fair. And obviously... 
they were all going skiing as a group. Yeah. Maybe it was a bobsled sort of situation. <laughs> Ooh, and bobsled. someone yelled very loudly, Woohoo, we're going skiing. And it caused an avalanche. <laughs> and no one made it out alive. Oh my God. It Except happens. For <laughs> Except for Pranella. Oh, there's also one more piece of evidence, which I really, really liked. Which is that Neville makes an announcement about how happy he is to have found Prunella because his grandfather stipulated that he has to marry a human woman in order to get <laughs> his inheritance. Right. Yes. He has like a whole speech. He's like, yeah. you know, my grandpapa Papperman once told me, Neville, I'm not letting you have your inheritance until you marry a human woman. <laughs> And I'm so glad to have found a human woman. It's like, why, why are you placing so much emphasis on a human woman? Like, <laughs> like uh, spoilers, she's not actually a robot. So why? Well, Neville doesn't want to be hetero and humonorative. Yep. Papa Pepperman married an ocelot. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, theory that Tyler puts forward. So you think that Papa Pepperman married an ocelot and he was like, I've made too many mistakes. I care about you, Neville. I don't want you making the same mistakes I did. Yes. You have to marry a human being. He's, he's like, the, the, he comes from the same line as the, the French knight in Monty Python, uh, who, who's very concerned about people's mothers being hamsters. Yeah, your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, yeah, you're right, the French knight yeah. in Monty Python and the Holy Grail was actually very nice. Yeah, he was like, I'm just no, concerned about people marrying oh, I was, animals. I was going to say, the taunting Frenchman from Monty Python is actually Papa Papperman. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. Think about that. Neville inherited his craven meanness from the that French explains, knight. Wait, that explains... Neville's like this because he's French. It explains so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's not because he's part Ocelot. It's because he's French. Of course. Zach, I also sincerely thought, because of course Monty Python and the Holy Grail takes place in medieval times, I sincerely thought you were going to say, of course, that explains why Neville's immortal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I like I mean, Neville's be, French, that I explains mean, everything. I mean, there can, you can have a long, uh, like, longer, like, President John Tyler has two living grandsons. I know. But, but he was alive in the 1800s, not, like, 11... <laughs> or yeah. 111 AD. Fine. Grandpapa Papperman. <laughs> if you want to get specific, Grandpapa Papperman lived for eight for 1800 years. <laughs> yes, and then was cursed with mortality. He's a Highlander. Fine. Only be if you, you want to get specific about it. And actually, wait a minute. And actually, it's not during medieval times. Because at the end of the movie, they get they get arrested by modern day police. I I don't know why I would think that, but Zach, for a second, I thought you were going to be. It's not during medieval times because it was because the King Arthur legends take place during the reign of the Britons and the Saxons, yeah. <laughs> which occurred after that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Um, yeah, Prunella's bridesmaid cancels. Uh-oh. Yes, yeah. Prunella's bridesmaid can't make it. Her flight was canceled. Oh, no. If only we could find a replacement with her exact measurements. Hmm. Who well, is I mean, also a brunette. Who is also Why do they a brunette. Need a brunette? <laughs> stands just under 5'6", 
and has cheekbones and is named Carly Shay. Well, that's that's the thing. We're making this joke right now, but that's exactly how Neville frames it. He yeah. says, oh, no, if only there was a brunette who was 5'3 and had her. So the reason why he says brunette is because he wants Carly to be the bridesmaid yeah. specifically. Yeah. And also, I mean, have you ever seen a wedding party where like the the hair colors are off? It just throws yeah. off the entire vibe. There's also a fun joke afterwards where like Neville says this entire thing. And it's very clear he's describing Carly and Carly like yeah. bends down, bends like her knees a little bit. And she's like, yeah. oh, no, darn it. If only I was just a little bit taller. Yeah, <laughs> but it's really great. Like Carly confers with the rest of them and says like, you guys all know that th this wedding is a sham, right? And everyone says, yeah, Prunella is a gold digger. And Carly goes, no. She's a robot. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And C Carly is is intent on proving it. So she hoards all of her kitchen magnets. Yep. She takes a bunch of fridge magnets. To throw them at the bride. Yeah. And it's really great because this is the morning of the wedding. And Freddie says, you know what? Um, I'm going to go to the bridal suite to make sure you don't do that. Yeah, and so they're all dressed up in like robot themed tuxes. Yep. Spencer looks like the guy from Daft Punk. He's got yep. the helmet yeah. too. Yeah, and and there's a bit we check in with, of course, the most interesting subplot. Guys, how many numbers have Spencer and Harper gotten? Yeah. Ooh, Spencer's currently winning. So like, good uh, for yeah. him. It's no, five, five to four. Well, on, only on but, a technicality because. Yeah. Because Harper's like, what? How do you have more than me? What are their names? And it's just he's like, oh no, they're hot wedding guest one, hot wedding guest two, hot wedding guest three, so on and so forth. And one, and of, one of them is just Harper's number. <laughs> yeah. Just this is my number. And Spencer goes, what? You count. You're hot. You're a wedding guest, and at some point you gave me your number. What? So it but, counts. Wait. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Harper does say, you know what? Good point. It does count. But but here's the thing. She has Spencer's number, probably. Why doesn't she just count that as one and, e and make it even? Well, the next we see them, we tied, they right? say that they're tied. Yeah, so maybe she So either they it. got more numbers or they're at the same place. And she's like, well, you can too. There's the, the point of this bet, the, the consequence for the loser is that they have to go on a date planned by the winner. And so Harper's like, I hope you're ready to spend a nice, relaxing weekend at Clown College. And Spencer's like, ha, joke's on you. I've been going to immersion <laughs> therapy, so clowns now only make me cry sometimes. <laughs> Which is so good. So good. So good Jerry yeah. Trainer, so please good. come on our podcast. Yes. Yep. It's Jerry so Trainer good. Jerry Trainer is a national treasure. It's just also full on the delivery of that line is it's amazing. Because yep, clowns now only make me cry sometimes. It's really good. We go to the bridal suite where Carly says something in binary code to Prunilla. And she responds as if she understood it. But then she says, I've been learning binary code for Neville for the robot wedding. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's a sneaky one, that robot. I, I have a question. Do you think it would have been a better or worse strategy for Carly to just like print out a bunch of photos, hold them up to Prunella and be like, hey, Prunella, quick, weird question. Which of these photos has a stop sign in it? <laughs> she does do that. Really? She does she do, does that at one do point. a camera. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. She does she, that at one point. Really? I miss, I completely forgot that. Yeah, I missed it was that. Like, it was like a it was like a very they don't really do much with it. It's like, oh Prunella. 
Can you tell me which of these pictures has a stoplight in it or something like that? It's like <laughs> oh, a, it's like I one line. I missed that. It's okay. like it's like one line. They don't really do much with it, but it's a very fun bit. Okay, then we no, stand they, corrected. They do, they do do that. Okay. Yeah, they don't do much with it, but it's like one line. But it is in there. Mm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was confirmed that t- they do in fact do this joke. She's a oh, photo okay. verification joke. Pranella says she'll do it when she comes back from the bathroom. Only she needs help going because her dress is so big. And Carly's like, oh, I'll help you. That way I can see your robot parts. She doesn't right. actually say that, but it's implied. Yeah. Um, Carly's maybe a pervert. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good thing to say, Carly. No. So basically, no. Carly watches Prunella go to the bathroom. Yep. And she, she goes back and she's like, damn, they're making these robots very human-like these days. Yeah. Like, Neville is smart. He's not... Uh, Dr. Doom. <laughs> yeah, one, like, if you believe Neville invented this robot, why do you think he'd make it so the robot is able to pee normally? Yeah. <laughs> why would he make the robot anatomically yeah. correct? Exactly. Right. Unless. Oh, yeah. Unless, yeah. unless he fucked that ro- he fucking that robot. He's fucking the yep. robot, right? <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but. Uh, he's fucking that robot. Zach, of course, speaks truths. They, I, you can't consummate <laughs> the marriage. Or is that what I that. want you to think? <laughs> I cons- said Zach speaks truths, but was that a lie? Ooh. We're really playing the game. But my the other thing I wanted to ask is, do you think Prunella is like a really advanced version of those like dolls that pee and poop so you can pretend to take care of a real baby? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. That was the base design and Neville just like added on to it. That's what happens when you take one of those and just leave it alone for like 20 years. So it <laughs> grows into an, a, an adult doll that also pees and poops. That's the creepiest thing <laughs> I've heard in a while. Uh. Imagine like imagine you're a little girl or a little boy playing with a doll that pees and poops and you stop playing with it because you're growing up. And then 20 years later, it comes back and is like, Mama. Oh, I need no. to be cleaned, Mama. Oh, no. I have 20 years worth of poop and pee. Why did you leave me? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah. Imagine if a Tamagotchi could come back to life and haunt you. <laughs> oh, no. You let oh, me no. die, Mark. All I needed was food. You had one job. Be gone, spirits. <laughs> Torment me no longer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah Karui sees I, that Brunella is in fact has human features I'm just gonna yeah. go back to the episode itself okay I was just gonna say I want a redo of Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven but with a Tamagotchi, <laughs> oh, tamagotchi. <laughs> yes yes quaff the Tamagotchi nevermore <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Carly is yes. like, she sees that Prunella has human parts, but she's still not convinced. So she throws mm-hmm. a magnet at her head and it sticks. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. To which I immediately said, there's a metal plate, and then there yeah. was a metal plate. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a whole thing where Prunella's where like, oh, I could cry right now. And Carly's like, well, why not? Is it because you'll, you'll short circuit? She goes, no, because I don't want to ruin my makeup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I believe that happens right before that Carly right throws before. the magnet. Yes. She has a metal plate because of the skiing accident. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why did it stick to your 
head and Prunella goes, I don't want to talk about it. She's like, and Carly's like, because you're a robot. And Prunella's like, no, because it's about the most tragic day in my entire life yeah. when I lost all my family. So question. I don't know if she'd need to get a metal plate in her head if an if she was caught in an avalanche. Maybe she would. So do you think it's something where they were like getting ready to ski and then like a cargo plane carrying a bunch of rocks was flying <laughs> overhead and it accidentally dropped all the rocks and they all hit Pranilla's oh family <laughs> and injured her head. Oh my God. You know, mate, you know what? I've got no better explanation. So we're going to go with that. Yeah. I, I do want to ask Tyler, what do you think? Is it avalanche or a bunch of rocks? From a cargo plane. <laughs> and while he's doing that, uh, Prunella drops her battery pack. Yep. Uh, uh, Tyler has well, responded with Pompeii. Yeah. Well, yeah. Prunella drops her battery pack. And I really like, um, I don't know which one Pompeii implies. <laughs> so I'm yeah, just going to continue without really acknowledging it. Yeah. Yeah. But I like that after hearing the tragic story Carly's like, okay, yeah, that's sad. I'm sorry. You're not a robot. I was wrong. She sees the light for a single second, and then Prunella drops her battery pack and is like, uh-oh, my battery pack. <laughs> my ba you can't tell anyone. Right. She also, it's, it's yeah. not, she's not you helping your case here. can't tell anyone about my battery pack. And if Carly thinks Prunella is a robot specifically to trick her, then why is Prunella sharing her inner workings with Carly? And Prunella runs back to fix her battery pack, yeah, and then Neville and, enters. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Carly confronts him and says, I know what's going on here. Your love story with Prunella is a lie. And Neville goes, yes, it is a lie. Because my love story with you is real. Dun, dun, dun. And then he presses a button, and Carly's bridesmaid dress Turns into a wedding dress. That actually that happens, happens later. a little later, yeah. but that's oh. fucking crazy. That is yeah. fucking wild. There is yeah. a robot wedding dress. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely fucking wild. Because we go to the main part of the wedding where everybody's gathered. We check in with uh, Harper and Spencer and we find out the rabbi turned Harper down. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. But she learned um, L'chaim. She says L'chaim. Yeah, I guess I forget exactly time. what the context Harper is. Harper learned a valuable lesson in Judaism. Yep. At this point, I think we've forgotten to mention that the Millicent subplot has continued. There's just like one oh, woman yeah. who oh, right. flirts with Freddie. Yeah, there's yeah. one. Yeah, there's one bridesmaid who consistently is talking to Freddie, and Millicent's like, you know, he has like a crippling gambling addiction, and like he has yeah. me. Like you don't want to, you don't want to date a father. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, or something like that. Yeah, something. He has night terrors and gambling. Night terrors. That's yeah, he's was. a he he has a gambling addiction and he has night terrors. He doesn't have an addiction, just the debts. <laughs> just the debts. Yeah. Yeah, and when Freddie tries to talk to her, she's like, "I'm not giving you any money," <laughs> which is a totally normal thing to say to someone. Yes. Yeah. But Neville announces to everybody that he and Carly are getting married. That's when he pushes a button and Carly's dress turns into a wedding dress. I don't know. Oh, right. Because she's wearing one of the bridesmaid dresses. Right. Wait, no, that happens in front of everybody. Cause she like, yeah, that happens in front of everybody. Yeah. Say. 
Yeah. And I was like, that's what I was saying. Carly and I are getting married. Brunella's out. Carly's in. He pushes, he pushes a button and her dress turns into a wedding dress, which is fucking crazy. Yes. It's so fucking wild. This is a weird episode. Also, what is this, the end goal of this plan? You can't just force someone to marry you by putting them in a wedding hall. Yeah. And putting, yeah. making them wear at a dress. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, she still has to say, I do. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, you need, you need to have her consent to marry you. Yeah, Carly is saying something about like, you know, or she says like, was this the end game? Was it all to get me to marry you? And Neville says like, what? That's crazy. Do you really did you really think that I'd fake a wedding? Ask Freddie to be my best man so you'd come hire a bunch of actors to pretend to be my friends and family <laughs> all to get you to marry me? That that would be crazy. And there is a moment I really like where Carly says, like, but your mother was here. And Neville says, you've met my mother. That wasn't my mother. <laughs> and this woman just comes up and says, funny. like, hi, I'm Cindy Williams, SAG-AFTRA. <laughs> I'm available for your next live stream. Very good. Very good. And Carly's like, I'm not going to cast you in anything. No. Yeah. This is weird. I... I also really like that the bridesmaid who was into Freddie, uh, Millicent says to her, like, so you were never into Freddie? And she said, no, yeah. that was just a choice I made for my character. Very good line. I, I, I thought there's like yeah. an entire thing where she confronts Neville and I was like, so you think I went through all the trouble of creating a fake wedding with a fake person, hiring a bunch of actors to play my family and friends, invite all of your closest family and friends as well, and do all of this just so I could marry you instead? And yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it finally reaches uh, the point where she, where Carly keeps a choosing of uh, choosing Prunella being a robot uh, to which Prunella finally says, no, 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 no. I'm not a robot. I'm his friend from robot uprising. I was in on the plan, but I've actually fallen in love with Neville. Yeah. <laughs> and Neville's like, someone actually loves me. That's, this has never happened to me before. And she, uh, she uses <laughs> yep. the battery pack to power like a belt that like says, I love you, Neville. And like, yes, that's yes. Like, yeah, the battery pack is like a light thing on her dress. Yeah. Yeah. He's very surprised someone loves him and he says, I love you, too. Let's get married. <laughs> and like, Neville, you seemed very intent on marrying Carly until just a second ago. Yeah, yeah. this is very rushed, but <laughs> it's very sudden. I also wanted to ask. Why is it that he had, maybe he always did have feelings for Prunella because she's the one person who he actually knows who was in on the plan yeah. and the rest of them were actors. So maybe it was a subconscious thing that he asked her to pretend to be his fiance right. rather than just hiring one more actor. Yeah. Yeah. Or do you think he like ran out of money? I don't doubt <laughs> yeah. that Neville uh, <laughs> loves Prunella. I doubt the yeah. the, uh, the immediacy of the wedding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the actual sure. wedding. Yeah, but the episode ends at the end to our favorite subplot, the Spencer and Harper subplot. And Spencer's like, yeah, this this uh, this entire bed is making me feel gross inside. Yeah, and Harper's like, yeah, me too. What if we just like call the truce and we were like, you know, we're done here truce they agree to have a truce and then the rabbi walks up to harper and gives harper her number and then harper's like okay guess i win she won fair and square 
And so Harper rubs it into Spencer's face, like, have fun, go into the trash factory, look at all these fun activities you're going to be doing, <laughs> including tasting the trash and, like, other <laughs> shit. I don't know. I don't think that was, I think smelling manure was, was part something of it. like a, a, a farming festival. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, a, I don't a know. mulch. But, and then, like, festival? Spencer puts down his Daft Punk mask, and Harper's like, I know you can still hear me, and she starts listing things off. And then as we fade to black. Well, I there there before we mention the wonderful fade to black and credits sequence, yeah. there are actually two other things I want to mention. Okay. One is that when Prunella and Neville agree to get married, um, Neville or Prunella, I forget which one, says to Carly, like, Carly, are you going to be okay? And she says, Yeah, I'll manage. That was great. <laughs> and then also we were we were skipping I think, over. I think, we it's do get, uh, I think it is Neville. But um, we were skipping over. There is a resolution to the Freddie Millicent plot. Yes. And also Carly's right. character development. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. It starts with uh, the actress and Freddie talking. I guess they're friends now or something. Yeah, they actually do have chemistry, it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> so Millicent obviously is very threatened and tells her to go away. <laughs> yep. Um, and then Millicent says the classic... You know, I just, I don't like to see you sad, so I'm trying to protect you from a broken heart. Which is my favorite excuse in fiction for doing horrible shit. I was just yeah, trying to protect you. I was you. just trying to protect you. That's why I killed your family. Remember when I robbed that bank? I was doing it to protect you. Zach, the only reason I stabbed you was so the next time you got stabbed, it wouldn't <laughs> feel as bad. Right. You know, I was trying I, to protect you, don't you see? You know, in the moment, I thought you were just stabbing me because, you know, it was a fit of rage and you needed to just stab somebody. But now looking back, I realized that it was better preparing me for the next time I got stabbed. Exactly. So then I would know I'm, what to do. I mean, I know I like ran at you with a knife shouting, yeah. you bastard, I'm going to kill you. And I ran for what I assumed would be my life. Yeah. But, you couldn't but it's get just away. because I care. Thankfully, the knife only grazed my important internal organs and I was OK. Yeah, it was only a puncture. I'm so glad yeah. I have friends like you who are willing to stab me if if you feel like I <laughs> yeah. need to learn a yeah. lesson. Yeah. Hey, Harrison, yeah. Harrison, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. You're next. Oh, really? <laughs> Thank yep. you, Mark. Thank I'm you. I'm coming for you. Oh, my yes. God. Awesome. Fun Saturday night <laughs> activities. Yeah, they they have a whole thing where where Freddie's like, yeah, well, you broken hearts are just a part of life, and you know you can't protect me from everything. And in fact, I'm your dad, so it's my job to protect you. Except when there's a moth, I'm gonna need you to kill the moth. That's like the one time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then he's like, is it okay if I go dance? And Millicent's like, with with uh the girl you were talking to, and he goes, no. And he gestures over to Carly, who's just standing there by herself. And so Freddie comes over and it's kind of it's kind of a nice little callback. Yeah. Where he's like, I've yeah. been told my job as a groomsman is to help make some lonely bridesmaid happy. Mm -hmm. And then they dance together and it's kind of sweet. It is sweet. It's it's pretty sweet. And she uh, she expresses, you know, um, this concern that I think is like common at weddings where uh, you, know, you see so many people happy and in love and it makes you feel like. You can only be happy if you have a partner, even though she knows it's not true and that she's yeah, really doing Freddy's better like, than she's ever been. And Freddie's like, believe me, you can be married and miserable. It happened <laughs> to me twice. But uh, you could also be happy and single and you are happy, right? 
Well, I think it's it's a really good back and forth because I don't think he says it happened to me twice. He says, you can be married and miserable. And she said and Carly says, like, yeah, look what happened to you. And he just goes twice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's this nice moment where Freddie and Carly are dancing with each other. Mm -hmm. And then the rabbi gives Harper her number. She wins the bet. But yada, yada, fade to black. And we get uh, a credit song. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like. It's like uh, the the best way I can describe it is it's kind of like a wedding song where it has like a dance, but it's called like the robot shuffle or something like that. It's a rap. No, no, I think you're misrepresenting yeah. it. It's a straight yeah. up rap that calls for a robot uprising to get droids rights. <laughs> it's it's the the lyrics are actually fucking shuffle. bizarre. <laughs> like yeah, I mean like <laughs> but like the song knows the slaps. robot shuffle, but if slap. you listen to it, like the lyrics are kind of fucked up. Let's be real here. The song kind of slaps. Yeah, yeah, I, we absolutely, but... we we're here for the robot shuffle. I am here for it. Rewatch party. Like, wow. Yes, I, I I as the robot am here for the robot. I mean, as not a robot. <laughs> But was that the lie? I was the first to speak about being a robot. So who is the true robot? (laughs) But yes, the robot shuffle takes us out perfectly. I think I just want to say, like, we've had a problem with pretty much every one of these iCarly episodes has had a really terrible button. They don't they just sort of end. They don't have a good ending joke. Yeah. I think the robot shuffle is the best way any uh, of these episodes has ended. Yes, it's That's really true. good. It's also, the, we got the robot shuffle, which leads us into Sad Boy of the Week. No, I think Yay. you mean Sad Bot of the Week. Uh-huh. Beep uh-huh. boop. Beep boop bop. Harrison? Yes? That joke was amazing. Keep doing you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Zach. You're welcome. But was that the lie? Do you only speak in lies? I guess you'll never know. Uh, I feel like you gotta nominate Neville yeah, because of his was, entire yeah. scheme. Yeah. I was gonna say Neville, who orchestrated a whole fake wedding to get a girl yeah. who does not like him to marry him. Yeah, like, this Honestly, was never gonna. No, also robot themed wedding where everybody yeah. wears like these little like an- robot antennas, basically. Yeah, I didn't mention that earlier, but everyone wears like the little robot antennas. Well, everybody wears robot antennas at the rehearsal dinner, and then at the actual wedding, they they're all wearing costumes. like robot-themed robot tuxes themed. and dresses. Yeah. It's awesome. It looks really cool. Yeah. yeah. And I will say, our usual sad boy nominees for the show, I don't think they were that sad this episode. Freddie and, no. and Spencer were pretty level-headed. Like they were worth no. noms. I don't, I don't really think so. Really Freddie doesn't so. really do anything pathetic. Maybe. He's mostly just sabotaged by Millicent. Yeah, maybe Spencer, I mean, but Spencer, I, think I don't think Freddy. it's entertaining enough. He just, it's, oh, well, Spencer yeah. and the clown fear. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler yeah. does bring fear. up his clown fear should get a mention. Right. Yes. The clown fear and the fact that he has like a bet with mm-hmm. someone to try and get more phone numbers and loses someone who he is says he's at a disadvantage because he's straight. To. It is so obvious that Spencer is in love with Harper. It is so yeah. obvious that yeah, what is yeah. happening here? <laughs> They're freaking falling in love. Yeah, I just think the who can get more phone numbers at a wedding thing is like very rote material. I feel like I've seen that before, yeah. so it's not to me funny or sad enough to be honest. Mm-hmm. Right, but yeah. clown fear is very good. The yeah. clown fear for sure. Also thinking. Millicent, is Frey dead? Am I your dad now? That was good. That was good. 
It's, I think it's more so just Jerry Trainer being amazing at what he does. I know it is. I do think that Carly deserves a nomination. I was going to say her too. I think so. Yeah. yeah. For thinking that someone is a robot. That is very for sad. Way too long. <laughs> Devoting every fiber of her being to exposing this woman as a robot because she ha- yeah. she's going to this wedding that she doesn't want to be at because her best friend is the the man is the. Uh, the uh the groom, best man the best man that, by the way that's why freddie was actually made the best man to ensure that carly would be there which i really like. oh yeah, yeah there's yeah. like a, there's yeah. there's another fun bit in there yeah. it's like yeah what do you think i made freddie the best man i hate freddie yeah. and freddie in the background she's like hey yeah. wait a minute yeah the maybe freddie does deserve a nom just for going from thinking that he's uh, best man. he's he's a special best man to no i hate freddie what do you yeah. that guy he's the worst yeah yeah you're right okay <laughs> but i think i think also with carly yeah it should be noted that she goes to a wedding she doesn't want to be at just to spite someone else yeah, yeah. and then thinks that the bride is a robot <laughs> and then all of a sudden gets roped into being the bride herself yes yeah. that's true ropes gets roped into being the bride honestly herself. i might vote for carly i know neville is very I, much yeah. a strong case but yeah carly has a much stronger case now that i mention it <laughs> but like i i gotta vote for neville on this one i think okay i i gotta vote for neville i think i'm voting neville as well mm. i just think it's 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 so good Carly thinks she's a robot and then gets roped into a wedding. I just think yeah. it's so funny to be like, what? You think I hired a bunch of actors to pretend to be my close friends and family just to get okay. you to marry me? Yeah, yeah. No, I think Carly's a very good vote, but I think I yeah. have to give it to Neville. Okay. It's, it's close between the two of them, but very I think close. it's got to be Neville. Yeah. Also, it's going to be one of his few episodes this season, so I'm glad we got in a Neville That's win. true. That's true. I'm I'm yeah. surprised. I'm I'm just happy that we got to see Neville in the new series at all. Yeah, yeah. Because he's not an actor anymore. He's a professor. Yeah, he's he's an actual yeah. professor <laughs> at an actual yeah. university now. Yeah, yeah. lecturer. <laughs> lecturer. Yeah. I, I could you imagine like going to a college class and seeing Neville Papperman as your professor? I'd be I'd be my mind would be blown. I I, I, I feel like if I feel like if I heard. That he was a professor, I'd be like, I want to take his class immediately. The only like, thing better than that is uh, when Ellie Chemper uh, at, got an Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt co-starring with John Hamm, who was her drama teacher. Former teacher. That was so yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> that's so <Yes>. good to hear. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I guess that's about the end of it. I don't have much more to say. Um, Me neither, but Harris. Yeah. So Harrison, you want to take us home? Yeah, Ooh. let's go. All right, guys, I hope you had a fun time guessing which one of us is the robot and which of us is the liar. But and which uh, of us is the truther. Thank, you, <laughs> thank you for listening. If you want to find us more, please go to Rewatch Party Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate, review, subscribe, uh, and follow us if you want to support us more. Uh, and until next time, I've been Harrison. I've been... <clears throat> sorry. I've been Zach Horowitz. I've been Mark Green. And until next time, keep rewatching. And for God's sake, just let Freddy be happy!